Aaron, you look at the way you guys were able to win this game. Is it just par for the course for this team who has had so many ups and downs throughout the course of the season? I think so. Uh, I mean, a, a very fitting way, I think, to end it, to get in on the last day, last inning, last pitch. Judgey, who's, who's had such a great regular season for us, um, fitting that he would drive it in. And, um, you know, we've been through a lot this year, and it's been a tough year. Um, but it's a confident group. And we're in the dance now and, and looking forward to the, to the opportunity to go chase something really special. Flip, that's manager Aaron Boone speaking to our Meredith Morakovitz after Sunday's amazing win that sent the Yankees to the postseason. And given what the Yankees have been through this season, I think, I think Boone put it perfectly, Flip. That was a very fitting way to end the season, was it not? Given the way the the roller coaster ride that has been the regular season for the New York Yankees, the 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 uh, the thirteen game winning streak, and then and then you know almost giving it all back, and then the winning series and losing series and beating teams that were going to be a challenge for them, and yet beating them, and then losing to teams that they should lose to. If there was one thing, one consistency in the team, it was an inconsistency. And so, but yet, you know, when all was said and done, they finished 22 games above 500. That's not, that's not, uh, that's not something insignificant. That 22 wins over 500, 500 is a very good record. So they actually had a very good year, but there was just so many games that they could have won that they didn't, and they didn't make it easy. They didn't make it easy on themselves or the fan base or anybody, but it, but here we are. And all that's behind us now, uh, that especially the Boston series was incredible. That was an incredible series, in particular, winning those three games up at Fenway and doing it in the manner in which they did it. And now they've got to do it. Well, you got to win one more up there again, and then uh, they'll be on their way. You know what? Let's talk about that Boston series real quick, because last time we spoke, uh, the Yankees were just about to go to Fenway to play Boston. We said the Yankees have their work cut out for uh, for them, but they really they, they took care of business. I know you were there. What did you see? Uh, they 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 really did. They were great. They I, I you couldn't ask. Uh, they they couldn't give any more than they gave. I mean, every game, every pitch, they they left it all out on the field. They played really really hard, and they got contributions from everybody up and down the lineup. But particularly. But you want to say Aaron Judge is having an MVP caliber year. He's going to finish and maybe finish in the top three or four. Uh, I mean, he's had a really great year. But Stanton, Stanton dominated that series and gave you hope that the, the when the Yankees made the, the signed to uh, make the trade for Stanton originally, they were hoping, to, you know, a reincarnation of the Eminem boys, Manila Maris from the early 60s, and then that home run prowess and potential and that power that, that, that those two gave you. And they were looking to sort of recreate that here. And we haven't really had that the first two years. Most of us, Stanton has been hurt a bit on the injury, you know, for uh, 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 missing a lot of games. Now uh, he's had stayed relatively healthy this year. He's really had a fabulous year. And when he gets hot, look out. He's as hot as, as any player in baseball. I've never seen anyone carry a team like he could carry a team, including Judge. Judge is awesome. Judge has had a great year too. But the way Stanton can carry a team when he gets hot, because he, gets, he doesn't get hot, he gets nuclear. Well, I have sources, Flip, and I have it on good authority that Stanton's ball that hit over the monster at Fenway has finally landed. <laughs> um, but to your point, thank you for that courtesy laugh. 139 games Stanton played this season. He batted 273, 35 home runs, 97 RBI, an OPS of 870. So really impressive there. And you mentioned Judge. He was healthy this year, 148 games, batted 287, an OPS of 916, 39 home runs, and 98 RBI. 
Yep. That's, I mean, he's certainly going to be in the MVP conversation for sure. No doubt. No doubt. And we'll get into MVP, I think, um, next week or, or maybe after the postseason, because that'll be interesting between Otani and Vlad. I know you yeah. have an opinion there. Yeah. And also, you know, Judge, Judge deserves some consideration. I mean, but it's just, it's, it's unfortunate all these guys are having great years the way they're having them, because in any other year, you know, Judge could could have been the MVP in any other year. Guerrero might have been the MVP. I mean, well, it, and uh, you know, Otani's uh, it's just because it's such a it's such such a novel thing. You never see something like that. Anyway, we'll get into it in, in future show. But uh, but all I'm saying is that he whether he wins or he doesn't win, he's had a caliber year, and that's what you have to look at. You had an MVP caliber year, and he did. He really did. He cer- he certainly did. Um, it was a roller coaster year for sure. I think. Yeah. Um, Boone alluded to that in his comments, like this was a fitting end that we listened mm-hmm. to at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of roller coasters, Glaber Torres has been on a high of late. It's been a roller coaster year for him, but he's been on a high. I want to give you numbers since September 14th and then ask you why are his numbers so good. He's batting 318, 862 OPS, two home runs, four doubles, six RBI. What's what's the turnaround about? You know, remember, you know, the TV, the quiz show Jeopardy, right? Where you get the answer, right? And then you have to say, give the question. The answer yeah. is not playing shortstop. That's the answer. It's that easy. The question is, what is Glaber Torres not playing? Shortstop. Shortstop. Right. And I, I think that, look, I, could he play the position? Yeah. I mean, he, he, could, he could play the position. But there's playing the position and playing the position. And I, I think as elite shortstops go, he was not an elite shortstop. He, he, he was a serviceable shortstop. But that's not enough for the demands of that position. And he was taking it out in the field I mean, because he, he was thinking constantly about being out there. And I do think it probably drained his, his, you know, his mind on, on a lot of things. And he wasn't able to concentrate as much on his, on his hitting. I think when, you, when, you, when you, you, you take your defensive situation, you take it out into the dugout, and you're thinking about the plays that you should have made or you didn't make a, you know, a double play, you might have turned and you got one out. A play maybe you didn't get to in a hole where you, maybe you think you should have made the play. You could do this all day long. He, he was just thinking too much. It really wasn't working to the degree in which it needed to work, not only for him, but also for the team. So this was the right move for them to make, for the Yankees to make. And it's, it's showing because now he's much more relaxed. He's in a position that he plays reasonably well, which is second base. And he doesn't have to think about playing second base. He can concentrate on his offense. And that's, this has been the result. I mean, this, you know, cause and effect. Cause, he's not playing, the effect of not playing shortstop is his offense. He was able to concentrate on that, work on that, be more relaxed. He's certainly a lot more relaxed in the field doing that. So I, I honestly think that that's the reason. I, I don't think he, he, all of a sudden he woke up and sometimes, oh, it's time for me to hit. I think the fact that he got, they took him off of shortstop, away from shortstop, I think has made the difference. That's why he's doing what he's doing. Well, that certainly is the popular opinion. And I think people are saying that on social media as well. I'm not going to argue it. Um, you might be right. And certainly the numbers do, do uh, support your argument there. Real quick, before we look ahead to Boston, Let's set the table. I am Kevin Sullivan, alongside, as always, Sports Broadcasting Hall of Famer, Mr. John J. Filippelli. Flip quick, I want to thank you. We're doing a quick special preview edition of Curtain Call ahead of uh, the Wild Card Game. So thank you for making a quick few minutes. You're welcome, Kev. For you, I'll do anything. <laughs> you know that. Pal. Will you, though? No, not really. We, we, I just say that. <laughs> the courtesy, it's a courtesy statement, you know. You talked about courtesy laugh earlier. It's a courtesy statement. No, of course. I mean, I'm happy. Listen, we. Uh, it's nice to do. It's it, it's a one game scenario now, 
and uh, it's it's an interesting game. I mean, I hate the game. I've said it many times. It's my big hate in the game is, is the wild card game because, you know, you, you just everything is on the line in one game. And it's, it makes it very exciting. But, you know, there are teams that are going to win 100 games that could be out in a, play a wild card game and lose. And somehow to me that doesn't seem right, but that's okay. I see. You and I are going to disagree there. I love it. Yeah. I think it puts a premium on winning the division, which is Absolutely. what you need. Absolutely. Otherwise, you run into, what was it, the Phillies in 2011? I think it was then. Yeah. Um, had a great year, got knocked off in one game to the Cardinals. It's going to happen, it's going to happen a lot more than, than it should. Or not. Reality, it does put a premium on You're right. And, it, and, and you know, I guess it should. You should really win the division. If you don't win the division, this is a backdoor invitation to the big party. Is the wild card game. I should correct myself real quick. It was 2011. The Phillies were clearly the best team in the National League, won 102 games that year, um, but then lost to the Cardinals in a five-game series, and the Cardinals were the wild card. just simply was not fair. Let's get flipped to Boston because it all leads to Boston. Coverage begins at 7 p.m., of course, on Yes, and then after the game, which is on ESPN, come back to Yes immediately for post-game coverage. Flip how should Yankees fans feel heading into Tuesday night? Well, they should feel they should feel confident. I mean, there's no other you, you can't go into a game like that and not feel that. I mean, remember the Yankees won 92 games. You know, you can't mitigate that. You know, they they struggled at times and they were extremely you know inconsistent and and you could say a lot of things about them. But 92 wins is 92 wins. So the Yankees are very capable of winning any game or any series. Let's start with that. Uh, that's one. Two. They've uh, they had trouble against Nathan Abaldi in the past. He's pitching tomorrow night, um, and but yet last in the in the the, the Boston Massacre Part Two uh, last last weekend, the Yankees swept them and they beat Abaldi. They beat on him pretty good. They really did. So you know, could it be one? Could he have a bad game? Sure. I mean, it happens all the time. People just have bad games. It happens. So, but Avaldi's a really good pitcher, and his stuff is is really quite quite electric, and the ball moves quite dramatically. And it's particularly tough on right hand hitters. So the Yankee line, and that's where the lefties are going to play a big role. That's where Gallo plays a role. I mean, obviously Anthony Rizzo plays a big role in a game like that. So I mean, that's one of the reasons the Yankees got. You know, they have to start thinking when you make these acquisitions, how they may fit you in the postseason, because we had talked about that, too. Why it's important to look ahead, if you can, if, if possible, and what potential matchups and Yankees realized they just had, didn't have enough lefty bats. So, you know, this will help them considerably to 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 acquire the lefty bats that they did. Evaldi's uh, very tough. He's a very tough pitcher. The ball moves away on righties and dramatically slow. He's got a hardworking slider. I mean, he's, his, his pitch, fastball's got good movement, late movement. This, that's going to be, be tough. He always has been. But the Yankees beat him last time. So the Yankees, and it was a week ago. So the Yankees should feel pretty confident about it. You know, although you don't get overconfident because you're not, you're not at home. You're playing on the road. You're playing in that ballpark. Anything can happen in Fenway, and, and it does. Anything and everything happens in that ballpark. So it's going to be a Wild West show for sure, no doubt. But the Yankees have a good chance, and uh, uh, you know, and and then now that they got their pitcher. Cole has got to step up. Cole is when Cole is right. Cole is as good a pitcher as there is in the game when he's right. When he's having an off day, then he's not as good as 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 as, as advertised. He's he's got to show up and pitch the way he's capable of pitching. He does that. The Yankees will, will absolutely win the game. But he's got to. Cole has to give them the performance that he's capable of, because he's been a little inconsistent too. Which he has been the second half of the season. He's got to find that consistency. He's got to give them a big game, which we know he's very capable of. And he's got to bear down and do that. Because he doesn't feet, do that, it's going to be a long night. Feet to the fire. Will he give them that night? Because you know his last three starts, like you said, haven't yeah. been great. Right. Will Cole give them that 
on Tuesday night. I, I right? think getting the extra rest is pretty critical. For, is going to be critical for him. I think he's, he's tired. I mean, a, a lot of pitchers are this time of year. It's a bad time to get tired, and you got to you just got to suck it up and say, hey, which he is. I mean, he's a, this guy's as, as intense a competitor as I've ever seen. I mean, he's got the right mindset for it. So it's not a question of that. It's a question of his mindset. It's a question of being tired. It's going to have to overcome, push through that. I mean, everybody's tired this time of year, but particularly in a pitcher like Cole, it's, it's, it, it could show. So uh, the extra day's rest, not having to pitch, you know, give, giving a full complement of rest and then an extra day will help him a lot. I, I, really like, I really like Cole in this game. I really do. The rest is good news for Garrett Cole, of course. More good news. The Yankees have somebody in their dugout who certainly knows a little bit about postseason magic against the Red Sox, do they not? That would be uh, Aaron Boone. There you go, right? You got it right like that. You can't fool me. Certainly you can't, can't fool me on you. There's no fool and flip. No. Even an abbreviated show. No fool That's and right. flip. Not in this time of year. Not this time of year. Yeah, I mean, listen. These, you know, see, there's the thing. See, that's the thing, too. It's the Yankees. It's the Red Sox. Oh, Can beautiful. It be any, could it be any other way? Forget it. If this I game had it. to come down, it's an elimination game. One of them is going to make it. One isn't. It has to be the Yankees and the Red Sox because the rivalry, you know, the rivalry has been, for the most part, is, I mean, it's, it's the best rivalry in baseball. It's one of the great rivalries in all sports. And, you know, there were still times in the last couple of years, it lagged a little bit. It just wasn't the same, just a little bit, a little edge off here or there. But, but I must tell you, it's, it's come back with a vengeance. And, and that's what makes this so, so exciting. And especially when it's in Boston, because the, the fans will, the, they voice their, um, their opinions very, very loudly. So it's going, to be, it's going to be an intense game. It's going to be, uh, and obviously, playoff baseball, there's nothing like playoff baseball. There just isn't. The best thing in the world is October baseball. And this is it. This is the, this is it. That's Apex. You know, it's too bad it's not a game seven, but it is in a sense a game seven because it's an elimination game. So you get all the intensity, all the fire. It's a lot of talent on that field on both sides. And, you know, to, to listen, you could say the Red Sox may be overachieved and the Yankees may be underachieved a little bit this year. I think that's a fair statement because people were looking at the Red Sox as a rebuild year and they then they, they played well for, out of the gate. They had a little slump in the middle, which I think hurt them, obviously. But but then Tampa Bay played really consistently wire to wire. So you got to tip your hat to them. And by the way, whoever, Yankees, Red Sox, the winner gets the privilege of playing the race. Yeah, surprise. So, <laughs> Which is still going to be a lot of fun, too. So, listen, oh. whoever wins it, the Yankees win it this year, and they're very capable of it. If they should win it, there's no – listen, they had to overcome a lot of obstacles. I mean, you had the COVID situation. You had the inconsistency of play. You had so many things that went against them. And yet, every time their back was to the was to the wall, every time their, their, their feet were in the fire, every single time the Yankees looked like they were going to be eliminated from something, they refused to go down, and they fought back, and they won. It's an amazing thing about this team. That's the thing why you, you can't count them out. Every time somebody did, they said, okay, we're, we, don't count us out. And they, they fought their way back and they won. This team has got fighting it. And that's one of the things I respect about it, this team. I mean, whatever their deficiencies might be, they, they certainly have fighting them. All right, we're going to land this plane flip. But before we do prediction time, I have a Yankees win 5-4. I'm going Yankees 4-2. All right. Let's land it. Let's see who's okay, right. For it's time to land the plane. Uh, we thank you all for uh, supporting us. Remember, rate, review, and subscribe. It's uh, your, your way of helping us, and we appreciate the help. And uh, we thank you for everything, this regular season coming to an end. But, uh, you know, we'll, you'll get curtain call throughout the year, and uh, we'll see you uh, at some point right after uh, you guys continue the season or not. Hopefully they do. We'll, we'll be back with you in short order. So thanks for listening, and we'll, we'll catch up with you soon.